0: Have you had to deal with flying monkeys? Have you had people come into your life that have hurt, abused, and that haven't been the abuser, but have been all those flying monkeys actually flowing around? Well, if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge. Sign-up period is actually open up right now for the month of February. You can sign up at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here talking about narcissism, narcissistic abuse, my journey in narcissism, and you'd like to know more, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on those one-on-ones. If you're following on any of the platforms, we're under Raw Motivations. Follow us everywhere, hit subscribe. You never know when we're gonna drop a new video or when we're gonna go live on the platforms to help answer your questions. Well, when we're talking about narcissists and understanding how to be able to deal with flying monkeys, like a big question is oftentimes like, what is flying monkeys and then what do I actually do about it? So today we're going to define, we're going to dive into it and we're going to define flying monkeys. We're going to talk through like how to be able to recognize it some and then what the flying monkeys don't like and then what to do. Okay. So I want to be able to try to walk you through a couple steps to hopefully give you a better or a well-rounded picture of what flying monkeys are and what's going on with that, okay? So, diving in. Flying monkeys, I want you to understand that these are typically people that are either manipulated or they're enlisted to be able to carry out the narcissist's agenda. Now, sometimes there's a discussion of like, do these people know, do these people not know? Like, we're not gonna dive on either side of that, but there is a piece of either them getting duped into that reality or them agreeing that that reality is what exists versus what the reality you know. So there's a piece of it kind of back and forth. The thing you need to understand about flying monkeys is they're going to be people that are coming out of the woodwork oftentimes to attack you, to discredit you, to undermine. And even in like the definition of it, it's like the idea of like undermine the target. You know, like at this point, you have become a target. You have become something that the narcissist, that the people around them are coming after. It's not just like, hey, we were an ex, you know, we broke up. It's like, no, now it's more strategic. Like, this is actually a plan. This is actually a, like, a subtle thing that's getting put out there to make you feel crazy. To make you feel like you have no credit to be able to talk to people about whatever might be happening. Now, this can happen in all different places. This can happen to all different people. This could be friends. This could be family. This could be co-worker. This could be bosses. This could be a lot of different pieces that could turn back on you. Now a flying monkey isn't always someone that has been like in the middle and like flips or like turns. A lot of times we see that but it could be anyone else that is around the narcissist or in the narcissist life that they're using to be able to get back to you. Sometimes these people are going to be ones that are going to go out and spread lies. They're going to lie about you, lie about the relationship. They're going to start to bring up rumors and like make people think of what is actually happening that's not true. Sometimes they'll get to the place where they'll isolate you in a community or in a family and and have a bunch of aspects of where they're trying to make it look like you're not stable, like you're not right. And a lot of times this will be the smaller aspect of like smear campaigns that are going to happen, but not just from the narcissist, but from people around. Okay, so you have to be careful and you have to watch out for this. Now, with, with a flying monkey, I want you to think of it this way. A flying monkey is a someone who ascribes to the narcissist' false sense of reality. So the narcissist is saying like, hey, I see blue and this other person, my ex sees red. And, and they're like, you see blue, don't you? And they're like, yeah, I see blue. Okay, let's go tell them that th- that we see blue. So like, and that it's almost like a little bit of a gaslighting too. But the idea is like they're, they're taking a flying monkey, they're taking someone and they're bringing them kind of like into the fold and saying like, hey... This is what is actually happening. Like this person hurt me. This person abused me. I can't believe that. Like, let me go talk to them. Like there's many different types and many different styles of what it looks like. But at the end of the day, it's someone who is agreeing that the narcissist reality, their false reality actually is real. So typically these people are not wanting to acknowledge the truth or actually walk down that road. So how do we actually recognize it? Flying monkeys can be really hard to be able to pinpoint and to be really hard to see. Sometimes people pinpoint them even on like a gut experience or like an idea of like this doesn't feel right. But a lot of times it is hard for people to understand what's going on. Okay. When when we're looking at this, one of the aspects is, is a flying monkey is people that are attacking you from the narcissist perspective. And so at that point, they're not really like worried about you they're more like concerned about you from the aspect of a narcissist. Okay. So sometimes, sometimes a flying monkey will come across as like, I'm really concerned for you. Like, I'm concerned for you because you're getting a divorce from, you know, the narcissist, from so and so. And like, that just doesn't seem to be like the right thing. Like, y'all need to work it together. They're really broken up they're really struggling right now and like they're crying every single day like they're so brokenhearted they want to work it out like why won't you work it out like all of a sudden it's pitting the narcissist as the victim and it is turning it back on you okay so like there's an aspect sometimes if it's like concerned about you like like when you be able to fix this okay now uh, now it goes to the opposite extreme of like people who are doing like gang stalking and people that are showing up at your house and people that are like doing like smear campaigns and a bunch of different things and it's the idea of like taking these people and turning them against you you know maybe this is someone who is a mutual friend that now is on the narcissist side okay maybe this is someone who you know was in your life or was a co-worker and they got to them and don't be surprised after you've been with a narcissist and you've been broken up that they start reaching out to friends and family and people around you to either trigger you to either hoover you or to set up an elaborate smear campaign to make sure that everybody knows that they weren't at fault and that it was all you okay So a lot of times they're going to be turning the other person against you. The idea is like enabling those people to attack you, enabling them to be able to come at you. So you have to be really careful at the end of the relationship. I mean, with any narcissist, you have to be careful and oftentimes get out. But at the end of the relationship, sometimes they'll get into this uh, premature smear campaign. And so the idea with a premature smear campaign is where they start infiltrating the friends and the family and the people in your life to be able to put you down and to be able to build a victim mindset of like, yeah, we're struggling in this. Like she's saying this to me, like he's doing this to me. Like there's all these things. It's like these slight things to build trust and reliance with those people. And then when the relationship falls apart, they're like, well, yeah, that makes sense because I remember he said that she was doing this to him and all this kind of stuff. Okay. So you have to be careful because sometimes this will be happening and they'll start to infiltrate stuff all around the scene. The other aspect is a lot of times it'll start to take over your mutual friends so not just like your family, but also like mutual friends, where you guys have a combined interest with like, hey, this person has been in our life, and the narcissist is trying to sway them or pull them over to their side. All right, so jumping in really quick, what are flying monkeys not like? Okay, It's a little bit different spin, but I want to give you an aspect of when you have a narcissist and you have flying monkeys, you have people that are doing their bidding, that are carrying out abuse, that are attacking you, Like let's, let's put some stuff out there to try to be able to test the waters of what's actually happening. Okay, A flying monkey isn't going to like boundaries. They're not going to like the aspect of you holding them back from what they've grown entitled to actually produce, become, or exemplify from that toxic person. So like you're like hey no I don't I don't really want you in my life oh yeah yeah I knew I knew this was gonna happen because you know so and so told me like you're gonna see pieces come out of it. Um, the other the other thing so boundaries is one. The other thing is like the truth. Okay, with this it's making sure that you actually know the truth. Like you have to be grounded in it. But an, a, a flying monkey isn't going to want to acknowledge or deal with the truth. Be like oh man you guys have a communication problem. Really? We have a communication problem? Like that person beat me. Well, no, they they didn't mean to. So like, it's the aspect of like, they're unwilling to acknowledge reality because they're so sucked in to the toxic world. So they're not going to like boundaries. They're not going to like truth. They'll excuse it away. They'll be like, they won't believe it. They won't actually give you the time of day to be like, you actually might have a point. Okay. So they're not going to like boundaries. They're not going to like truth. They're not going to like exposure. Now exposure, when I'm talking about this, is they're not gonna like the aspect of what they're doing, uh, of that being exposed to other people. Now, I, a lot of times they're not hiding this to like such a degree that it was like, oh, like this can't be exposed at all. It's more like exposure that you know what they're doing, or you know that they're protecting a narcissist, or that they're protecting something that's going on. This one is a little bit more nuanced, and I don't have time to get into that like in depth. But the idea of like exposing like what they're doing, or like, hey, I know you're just trying to gather information for so and so. It's not going to happen. I'd appreciate it if you stay out of my life. I mean, there, there's really like some hard boundaries after put up like pretty quickly with flying monkeys all right so with flying monkeys like we talked about they're an extension of the narcissistic abuse like they're an extension of their, their the longer arm reaching towards you after the narcissist pulled out of your life or when they're still in your life but they're using other people to attack and discredit you okay so what do we actually do with it number one is when you identify and you know this person is a flying monkey you need to go no contact you see toxic is toxic Like It doesn't matter if it's a family member, if it's a close friend, if whatever it is. If there's someone who's not acknowledging your boundaries and is not willing to acknowledge the truth of what's actually happened, those people are not going to be helpful in your life. One, they're not going to speak truth into your life, so you're not going to be able to be in their lives and actually grow, and they're also going to continue that abuse from the narcissist by putting false reality onto you. So a lot of times you have to make the decision of I'm going to go no contact and I'm going to run away from these flying monkeys because they are not helping me grow. Second thing I mentioned earlier was knowing the truth. They won't accept the truth. They won't acknowledge the truth. They won't be open to the possibility of your truth. Then you need to walk away. Because at that point, they're turning into enabling and they're turning into the abuser as well because of the fact that they're unwilling to acknowledge the false reality that they're believing from that toxic person. Last thing here when talking about the flying monkeys is to not justify. Well, they were a friend. Like I want to be able to keep them in my life. Like At this point, you have to get real and you have to face the facts of how they're treating you, how they're acting, and coming back to the table and being like, all right, this person is not healthy for me because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, You need to understand that it is okay to break contact and go no contact with a flying monkey if that helps your healing, your growth, and your change. If you want to be able to get more information about this and actually go to the next level of your healing and of your growth and of your change, you can go to claritychallenge.net. The 45-Day Clarity Challenge sign-up period is now opening up for our month of February and to have people go through together in a systematic process to help you break the trauma bond, get through the rumination, get the tools needed to deal with the triggers that you face on a day-to-day basis and to be able to to figure out, to be able to flush out and pull out the story that you're believing in your head that's keeping you trapped mentally, emotionally, even physically in a toxic relationship.